Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to this week's SD Sports Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Vilhauer, joined alongside by Jacob Wirtz, and it doesn't feel like January, but I know somebody who's not complaining. Uh, well, it's not me, and I know it's not you either, Dave. So. That's right. We have got some uh, melting going on, and uh, boy, I tell you what, there's a lot of people with smiles on their face for this time of the year, because it could be so much worse than this, and we've got a jam-packed show here to talk about today. We've got results from last week. We've got a new little segment we're going to get started. We're going to look at the polls. We're going to look at the upcoming schedule. So just a lot of sports to get to here. We'll take a look maybe at the week in review. Uh, A lot of games taking place uh, in the Hub City this past week and uh, I covered one on uh, on Tuesday night. Very strange basketball game between Aberdeen Central and T area. Uh, very tight game. Uh, T area led uh, by three points with about six minutes to go. And after that, it was like they went on the bus or something because Aberdeen Central outscored them nineteen to one. Don't adjust that uh, that dial. Nineteen to one, the rest of the game on the way to a, a fifteen point win. In fact, it was kind of interesting. I, I talked to a couple of the players after the game, and uh, I said, uh, "You guys went on a nineteen to one one and, and run." And they, a couple of players, said, "What? Really?" Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> so it was kind of interesting. And following that game, I caught up with uh, Brendan Phillips, and uh, we talked about the Golden Eagles victory. We were able to bring the intensity up. You know, we, we had that bad taste in our mouth. Yes. You know, we obviously we lost the last three games, and last game against Pierre, we lost by two. Right. So obviously we needed a win. Right. And you know, so we got the intensity up. We were able to get some stops, get some buckets, and that's how we did it. Again, you held them to one point the last four or five minutes of the game. Yeah. I mean, did you do anything different defensively? Not really. Just kind of got up in their grill, not let them do anything, you know, and just they were uncomfortable, so they couldn't do anything. Well, I know, Jacob, you were at uh, Aberdeen Rock College this past week for a ball game there. I believe the Cavaliers uh, played Britton Heckler, if I remember correctly. Uh, What do you you know about that game? Yeah, that was a game where uh, Britton Heckler came out, and their defensive pressure actually gave Ron some problems. Uh, Ron led the entire game, but first half just couldn't get a good good, uh, shot selection. And uh, it, it, then in the third quarter, their Britton Heckler cut, cut the deficit down to six. It was 40 wow. to 34. And Ron, I believe there was a timeout then called after that. And after that, things flipped. Ron Colley was able to pull away in the late third quarter and into the fourth. And um, I, I had a chance to catch up with Maddox Miller after that game and just asked him about kind of what they had to do to kind of take that and, and finish that game. They cut the lead down to six. So just what what was your team thinking at that point when, the, when that timeout was called after they got it to six? Um, I think at that point we were just kind of down on ourselves, and I think we just need to stay in the game and keep our effort levels up because I think at times when you lack, when you like effort at times, it can, it can make a big difference. And um, I think we just came back out and we just kept firing. Yeah, and of course you guys end up kind of getting, I think it was a 7-0 run or whatever it was to end that third quarter, and that yeah. kind of seemed to be the, the spark that pulled you away. Just how were you able to get that spark to pull away? Um, at times, you know, you just got to know when to help your teammates up and when to, when to kind of just generate that extra, that extra um, I guess, spark for your teammates, and that's what I tried doing, and it worked. And uh, I just got to keep that going on. 
Well, then on Saturday, Aberdeen Christian hosting Waverly South Shore in a doubleheader. And, man, I'll tell you what, talk about almost identical final oh, scores yeah. in that. I mean, I think one was like 38-36, the other was like 36-34 or something like that. <laughs> it oh, just, yeah. I mean, the finals were almost identical as far as points. Uh, certainly different ways that those games shook out. Uh, you know, the Christian girls uh, didn't even score in the fourth quarter and still managed to hang on while the Christian boys were staring at a big deficit and they managed to come back. So different routes to success, but the Knights swept both of those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was just, a, like I said, almost identical scores. The girls hung on 37-35, and, uh, and that game, Christian looked really good in the first half. The ball movement was there. They were, they were getting layups. Just this, That was the best performance I think I had seen from them all year. And then in that fourth quarter, everything just went flat, and they were up... They were up as by, by as many as 18 in the third quarter on Waverly South Shore. Twice, twice they were wow. up 18, and then that fourth quarter turned around. Waverly South Shore just things just flipped, and wow. it was a 13 nothing fourth quarter for Waverly wow. South Shore. And Aberdeen Christian was 16 seconds left. Uh, actually, Waverly South Shore called a timeout. Mm-hmm. 16 seconds left, had a chance to tie or win. Right. And Aberdeen Christian's defense came mm-hmm. up with the last wow. stop to win that. Wow. And I had a chance to catch up with Peyton Screen. Um, afterwards and just talked about that fourth quarter. Take me through that fourth quarter. Just what were you thinking? What was going on? Well, we really wanted to win. I think we rushed the ball quite a bit and we needed to calm down. And then at the end of the quarter, we slowed down, took our time and just started to relax more and that won us the game. Yeah. Take me through that last defensive stop there. Just what were you seeing out there? We started to go man, which we started in the first quarter, and I think it really worked. So they couldn't pass the ball, and then we got the ball back, and then we held it till the buzzer rang. Well, Saturday, while you were over at the Civic Arena, I was out at Golden Eagles Arena for the annual Lee Wolf Invitational. And, man, you want to talk about some great wrestling, uh, just some fantastic matches out there. Uh, I, you know, there's, there's, there's way too many matches to talk about, but uh, uh, some, some that were really noteworthy. Uh, we had a matchup of two unbeaten wrestlers, which at this time of the year is almost unheard of. And uh, so uh, Asen Rice of uh, Canton took down uh, Moses Gross of Huron. We had another Sloan Johansson and Raiden Zins match. Those are always keepers. Uh, that was a really close match, won by Johansson. Those two are going to be teammates at Northern State next year, by the way. We had some outstanding girls matches. Uh, Brooke Grychek of uh, Webster uh, won her match, and uh, she had a little extra motivation there for winning that, and, uh, and we talked about that after her victory. When does your dad get his new look? Hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows this, right? Oh, yeah. He told me, he said, if you win this, you can give me a mohawk. Oh my goodness! Well, that's uh, that's gonna you're gonna remember this. I will forever. <laughs> so will we. Yeah. <laughs> And then Jasmine Maz of Aberdeen Central also had some uh, some family members that she used as motivation, a little bit different deal, uh, on the way to her championship. And so we talked a little bit about her t- uh, Lee Wolf title. I was really scared to get into it because I've already lost against her a few times. But um, so, I kept myself going. I've been working for a moment to go against her again to get to where I am. And so what was the difference this time, Jasmine? I had my family with me and some of my bestest friends and it really like made me proud that That, they were here and that motivated you a little bit yes it gave me more more of a motivation
Also Central coming up with a boys champion as well, Elias Beagler, uh, winning his weight class. And uh, again, a lot of outstanding wrestling there. Uh, Aberdeen Central with their final home match of the season coming up on Thursday when they will be taking on Brookings at Golden Eagles Arena. Well, we'll also kind of take a look back here at the week that was with some really memorable games. Uh, we had the DAC, uh, NEC, uh, DAC 12 NEC clash. Uh, boy, I tell you what, the uh, the DAC 12 kind of cleaned up in that. They won most of them. I don't know. Uh, there, were, there were a few uh, NEC teams that won, but boy, those good teams from down there are really, really strong. Yeah, they are. There, there were some really good matchups there. Uh, Groton played Dakota Valley pretty yeah, close. I yeah, think that was within five points. Yep, uh, yep. Ham- Hamlin Sioux Falls Christian Part Two was yeah. a really good game, and then Sioux Falls Christian ended. I think it was a ten to three run mm-hmm. to, to pull pull away with that one, but. We'll see if we yeah. get a part three in the well, state tournament. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, or, yeah, they wouldn't meet in the Sodak 16 for sure. But, yeah, state tournament is very much a possibility. Well, uh, you know, we, we've got a, a little segment coming up here that we're going to start. And uh, Jacob is going to run through some stuff here. Uh, he's got some stuff that have, uh, has come across his radar in the last week. So we're just going to turn it loose. And I don't know what we're going to call this here. But uh, maybe if, uh, if you guys have an idea, just uh, direct message me, shoot me a, a text or something like that. And. And, uh, and we'll call it uh, uh, something, a good suggestion. But anyway, Jacob, uh, the floor and the, and the mic is yours. All right. Well, you know, this uh, these last few weeks here, I guess what, one thing I've noticed is you take a look at this, the boys' basketball uh, outlooks, just even statewide, but even I was kind of zooming in on the Northeast here too. You look at some of these teams that have had good seasons so far this year, and there's been some interesting teams that either have never been to the state tournament or – have not been there in a long time. And, mm-hmm. and I think as I've thought about this, you look at some of this and we could get some really interesting teams in the state tournament. Um, I'll run through some teams yeah. here. Most of these teams are going to come from the Northeast and North Central part of the state, although I'll probably throw a few out that we don't cover. Right. But um, we'll start in Region 1 here, Leola Frederick. Yeah. Last time they were in the state tournament, back-to-back appearances, 2004-2005. And, yeah, I remember that team. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so I, I think that's a team that yep. 13 and one, they won their first, what, 10 or 12 yeah, games. And yeah. In fact, they just lost to Flockton last week, actually, but they bounced back with a very nice win over Platt Geddes. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's a team there. I, they haven't been there in right. almost 20 years. Yeah. So yep. that's a team keep an eye on there. Falkton, like you just mentioned, mm. beat Leola Frederick. Yes. That's a team that has never been to the state boys basketball tournament. Boy, I tell you what, and they came so close. They were in the region finals like two or three years in a row mm-hmm. and couldn't get past McIntosh. I covered wow. several of those. And of course, McIntosh with Denver Tinbrook and that mm-hmm. group, they ended up winning it one year. Yeah. So yeah, the Trojans have been close before. This might be the year. And it might be, absolutely. Lane Cotton's a oh, fantastic player. Uh, for sure. I have a feature we're yes, running on yes, him. So yep. check that out. They're right now tied for, or they're in first in region sure. six. Uh, right behind them is Ipswich. Ipswich has not been to a Class B tournament since right. 1992. Wow. Um, they were in the A tournament, right. I believe, in 2000. Yes, yes. And that's I tell you what, that's a tough region. you got Lower Brule in there. They're kind of, you know, don't sleep on those guys. Uh, you know, Highmore Herald has had some quality wins. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Absolutely, yeah. And Highmore Herald just beat Ipswich. Yes. So, yep. yeah, teams there that um, definitely have a, ch- have a shot. Uh, that Waverly South Shore boys mm. team this Saturday, I'll yeah. tell you what. That's a team, and they're young. If they don't make it this year, look out next year because they're majority <laughs> yeah. of their team's juniors. Yeah. Um, but if they can sneak in, who yeah. knows? Yep. Um, let's see. Any other teams here that I'm missing in our area here? I seem like there was one more, but maybe not. But, um, yeah, just 
the thing that's been on my mind is there's so many teams here yeah. that have not been there in so long right? Um, that I think could have a shot at getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that we don't cover but has had a good year is Western Springs. Oh, yeah, Haven't for been sure. there in a long time. Well, and, and some people may remember Kenny Heater, who coached at Hitchcock Tulare. Mm-hmm. He is the coach at Westington Springs this yep. year, and he's no stranger to state tournaments. Oh, no. uh, they had a nice <laughs> run there. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know, you mentioned the Waverly South Shore and Aberdeen Christian. And, you know, we kind of talked about this a, a week or two ago. Don't sleep on the Knights. All of a sudden, oh, yeah. they have kind of figured some things mm-hmm. out. And they, I've just watched the seed points, and they are just climbing every day, it seems like. And they're, I think they're second in the region now behind Leola mm-hmm. Frederick. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in the top 20 in overall statewide. And, uh, boy, I tell you, they, they, you know, they were one and four. And like you said, they've got, we were talking a little bit off air here, they've got 11 games coming up yet, a lot of basketball. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, they didn't shoot it real well on Saturday, but that defense kept them in that game against a pretty quality Waverly South Shore team. So who knows what will happen there. Oh, yeah, and Coach Moeller said he told – he said he told – Coach Dalton from Waverly South Shore. We're probably going to have to do this again in, in here in about a month. So who <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if we see that matchup yeah, again? So, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, just several teams that I think have a shot to get to a state tournament either yep. for the first time ever or yep. in a long time. And you don't see that in right. most years. This right. is kind of an odd year where you get that. Yeah. We still have your still have your Castle, which yeah. Smiths, your yep. White, Curlers, White Rivers, Rivers. Yes, yeah. teams that have been there in the past right. or right. several years in a row or whatever. Yep. And yep. Uh, so. Keep an eye on a lot of these teams in Class B boys. We could have an interesting tournament. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, let's take a look at this week's polls. Uh, hot off the presses here. And, uh, you know, not a ton of changes. And not like last week anyway. I mean, last week, holy smokes, we had half half the teams uh, were new number ones and stuff. But this week, uh, kind of a little bit of a shakeup towards the bottom of the polls. But for the most part, the, uh, the, the top-rated teams uh, retain their spots. We'll take a look at the uh, boys' polls first, Class AA. Class AA boys, uh, some, some movement here in this poll. Yep. Number one, though, stays the same with Mitchell. Uh, Harrisburg moves up a spot to number two. Sioux Falls, Washington moves up two spots to number three. Uh, Roosevelt, they lost last week, so they moved down to number four. And then O'Gorman also uh, moving down one spot to number five. And then Rapid City, Stevens, uh, Brandon Valley, and Sioux Falls, Jefferson receiving votes. You know, Harrisburg uh, really looked impressive against Pierre this past week. Uh, that's a pretty uh, pretty good basketball team there. So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, a lot of these other polls, we have undefeated teams and that sort of thing. There's nothing <laughs> nothing like that in Class AA boys. So it'll be interesting here, this stretch run, uh, to see what happens. Class A boys. Class A boys, uh, Sioux Falls Christian retains that number one spot after beating uh, Dakota Valley and yeah. Hamlin yeah. last week. It's a so tough they, week. Boy, they just continue to <laughs> continue to win games for and, sure. And no seniors on that team wow. either. That's what's impressive. Wow. Hamlin, they're number two uh, after some after a good week as well, mm-hmm. despite losing uh, to uh, Sioux Falls Christian on Saturday for yep. the second time. Sioux Valley undefeated yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a nice win over Hot Springs on yes. Saturday, so they yeah. stay at three. Pine Ridge moves up to number four, and Dakota Valley moves down to five. Rapid City, Christian, and Hot Springs receive votes. Yeah, and some some really good uh, matchups there. I know Hamlin just plays a killer schedule, so it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out there. Class B boys, uh, again, uh, not a lot of movement here, but uh, a newcomer to the top five. Absolutely. Top four all stay the same. Viber Curly number one, White River two, Castlewood three, and DeSmith four. And then the newcomer to the top five, Westington Springs, they've received votes, I think, for pretty much, yeah, all, pretty much yeah, all season. Yep. And now they jump into the top five. And Leola Frederick, Can- Canastota, Faith, 
Howard and Del Rapids St. Mary all receiving votes. Yeah, and a couple of these these teams that were undefeated a week ago suffered some losses. Loyola Frederick falling to Falkton, uh, Canastota also uh, getting their first loss. Faith still undefeated, I think, uh, although they they were pushed pretty hard by Potter County this past week. So we'll see what happens there. uh, And girls, Class AA? Class AA girls, uh, O'Gorman stays at number one. And actually, their whole top five stays the same from last week. O'Gorman number one, Mitchell two. Uh, Harrisburg 3, Jefferson 4, and Brandon Valley 5. Uh, and then Pierre and Huron are receiving votes. Yeah, I got a chance to see that Pierre team. Uh, a nice, a nice basketball team. A little undersized, but uh, uh, they've got uh, they've got some very good players. Uh, Lennox Dupree, who is the niece of uh, former uh, legendary player Terry Dupree, very, very good player. A lefty, step back three, handles the basketball. She's a really, really impressive player. Class A. Class A, a little bit of movement here, although number one stays the same. Sisseton retains that top spot with all the first-place votes. Uh, Flandreau, they're undefeated. They Mm -hmm. move up two spots to number two. Red Cloud also moves up two spots to number three. Uh, Both those teams undefeated. Uh, Sioux Falls Christian, uh, they jump into the top five at number four, and then T moves down a spot to number five. And then Wagner, who fell out of the top five, they're still receiving votes along with Florence Henry and Aberdeen Run College. Yeah, you know it's kind of interesting because uh, this will be. I think this is the first time Wagner has not been rated. Uh, they, they lost to Florence Henry this past weekend, and I think this just speaks to the depth in Class A uh, this year. There are some, you know, when your top three teams are all undefeated, uh, that's pretty impressive. So I know Sisseton's got a tough one coming up against Sioux Falls Christian at the uh, DAC 12 NEC Clash on Saturday. So we'll see how things shake out there. Class B. Class B, a little bit of shakeup here as well, although. Ethan retains the number one spot. Centerville stays at number two. And then after that, it's where things kind of get a little crazy here. Mm-hmm. Harding County, uh, undefeated. Yes. Now, a lot of people yeah. are talking yeah. about that. Yeah. But For sure. Undefeated. They move from number five up to number three. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wall, they stay at number four, but they did beat now the number five team, Lyman, who was yeah. three. Yeah. Lyman goes to number five after losing to Wall uh, this sometime yeah. this past Yeah, and it was close. Was, uh, it was very Saturday. close, yeah. Yeah, and then Arlington and Faith receiving votes. Right. Well, it's uh, it'll be interesting here as uh, we're about three weeks away from some postseason basketball. So, uh, you know, these polls obviously do not mean a lot except for people like us because it gives us something to talk about fans love it too uh, but the real thing, key there is to keep track of those seed points uh, you know those uh, those fluctuate uh, a lot of fans don't understand how you know one team could have x amount of points and not play and all of a sudden their point totals are different but it's all based on strength of schedule so you don't even have to play if, if the people on your schedule have played uh, that affects your point total so uh, those fluctuate very fluid situations so kind of keep an eye on those. Those are always kind of fun to track. Well, uh, we've got another busy, busy week coming up here. Uh, not uh, not so much in town early in the week, but certainly later in the week, uh, Aberdeen Christian will be hosting Northwestern in a doubleheader on, uh, on Thursday. Uh, across town, there's two events in the same building. We have the final home wrestling uh, for Aberdeen Central. They will be uh, facing Brookings in a duel. And then also a last chance gymnastics meet for Aberdeen. Aberdeen Central, the state gymnastics meet is right around the corner. Golden Eagles with a strong showing at the ESD meet this past weekend. And then uh, we had right into Friday with some more uh, activities there with uh, Central and Harrisburg on the basketball court. Uh, Ron Colley's playing Millbank. And then uh, on Saturday, uh, more games. It'll be interesting. Aberdeen Christian's taking on McLaughlin down at the Pentagon. Uh, McLaughlin's quietly pieced together a really nice season. You know, in Class A boys, 
you you really have to do something to get mentioned. There are oh, so man. many good teams, oh, and so yeah. I think McLaughlin has won nine or ten games yeah. already. Uh, they got a nice club, but that'll be an interesting matchup for Christian. That'll be a good matchup, and I know I've talked to Coach Moeller about that, and he said that's going to be a good test for them. They, mm-hmm. they kind of get up and down the floor, and so it'll, it'll be nice to see how they can handle that Class A speed and talent. Yeah, for sure. Also on, on uh, Saturday, uh, Aberdeen Montcalli will be taking on Vermillion in the uh, DAC 12 NEC Clash. So that'll be uh, an interesting uh, game there for the Cavaliers. It'll be their third game this week. Uh, so they've, they've got a very busy week here. Also, Aberdeen Cougar Girls will be home uh, on um, Saturday night, I believe taking on Brookings out at the ODI Center. Uh, speaking of hockey, hats off to the Cougar boys who finished second up at the Grand Forks Tournament. Uh, a very nice showing there for the Cougars. Again, uh, you know, we've, we're heading down the home stretch here because we're heading into February, and a lot of these seasons will be uh, wrapping up the regular, a lot of these sports, I should say, will be wrapping up their regular seasons here very, very soon. So it'll be uh, very fun to keep track of. Uh, also, just a reminder that, uh, you know, you, if you are looking for all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota, check out SD Sports Scene. Each week, we run dozens, and tell me, uh, we, we know it's dozens of box scores because Jacob and I are staying up until the, the wolf howls at the moon or something to try and get those done. This is craziness. Also, John Davis with some outstanding photos. Uh, just check those out. Every week, he posts dozens of high-quality uh, action sports photos. Those are all for sale, by the way. There's an easy to easy to purchase form right on the website there. So check those out. Make great gifts for graduations, birthdays, those sorts of things. And uh, again, we have a schedule. We run feature stories. We've got some great features coming up. And uh, uh, don't miss any of that. Uh, again, that's www.sdsportscene.com. Well, before we wrap things up here, Jacob, any, uh, any other thoughts uh, that you'd like to share? Well, I think it's going to be another fun week, another busy week. Um, some other big games to kind of keep an eye on here. Warner boys have a busy week. Oh, and they, they play Falkton. They play Falkton yeah. uh, tonight. Yeah. And then uh, Thursday they've got uh, Leola Frederick. Oh, my goodness. And then goodness. Saturday they've got, uh, well, let's see oh, wow. what I see here they had on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> that, maybe that was the girls. That's, that's, I'll tell you what, in that, in that Falkton-Warner game, that's the battle for the Goose again. Uh, the Goose was in Warner. Uh, Ipswich took it because <laughs> – they beat Warner, and then Fockton beat Ipswich, uh, and then they were able to keep the Goose by handing uh, Leola Frederick uh, their first loss. So uh, that the Golden Goose is a traveling trophy for the Lake Region Conference boys, and so that will be up for grabs when those two teams meet, and uh, who knows where that Goose is going to uh, end up with exactly. <laughs> at the end of the year. Yeah, so Saturday's game, they, they host Waverly South Shore. Oh, so, I mean, my you talk goodness. About three, I was just looking through the schedule, Hello. and I, I kept seeing tough game Man, after tough game that's after tough a, game, that's so. a gauntlet right there. Yeah. Well, Warner, you know, they've, they've been kind of struggling lately. They've yeah, lost a few games. And so, boy, tell you. tough stretch there. Another one to keep an eye on would be uh, Sioux Valley and Hamlin on Monday. Oh, man. That'll be, no. that'll be a big yeah, one. Yeah, for so. sure. All right. Well, that'll wrap things up for this week's show. Once again, thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day. Have a great week, everybody, and enjoy this weather. Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules.